from Local 12 Sports. It's the Skinny Podcast. Now, here's Richard Skinner. Welcome into the Skinny Podcast. It's the Bengals Training Camp Edition. I'm Richard Skinner, Local12.com, digital sports columnist and editor, along with Gary Miller. It's presented by Blake, the attorney, Maislin. All right, Skinny, joint practice, pretty eventful one. Let's start with just the Joe Burrow sighting, the thing that fans, of course, have been waiting for, and even some of his teammates and coaches. Yeah, and it was a little bit by surprise. I, I, I had a guy, Tony Pike, who we know from local radio, came in right. and said, Joe's getting on a cart and coming out. I thought, Tony and I kid with each other a right. whole lot, trust me. Um, and I thought, okay, sure he is. And all of a sudden I looked up and there he was on the field. So we all take a picture and tweet it out. Um, talked to Brian Callahan about the practice itself afterwards, but also about what it meant to have Joe Burrow out there. And I think it was important for Joe to be out there. I mean, listen, you know, for him, he is all about football. And it has to drive him crazy to have to sit inside while these guys are practicing, do whatever he's doing to, to rehab or getting a lift in or, or whatever he's doing in the locker room, you know, while these guys are practicing. So today, I think it was probably by design. Feeling better, obviously. We've seen him walking around. So that part seemed yeah. to be at least, you know, making progress. But I think for him, just maybe mentally coming out to see it, when it mattered, this practice mattered more than the other practices, too and a chance to kind of see some things at a little more of a full speed and against somebody else. So it was good for Joe, and I'm sure it was good for teammates to see him out here too. And certainly, and you mentioned it, great for the fans. Yeah, because Joe was on his feet and walking around and talking to Browning and uh, Simeon and also Sinnott, but, uh, you know, doing some, yeah. giving his observations about what was going on out there. But he did take the cart off, and when he came out, you would have thought it was Taylor Swift or something. <laughs> I mean, the screaming was insane. Let's talk about one other quarterback, because Sean Clifford coming into this joint practice had said he was disappointed he wasn't going to get to see Joe and see how he goes about his business. What would you think of the St. X Bomber? Yeah, and you and I spent most of the day on the Bengals offense side of things so one field just for people who may not know and weren't here the Bengals offense versus the Packers defense was on one field and the Bengals defense against the Packers offense was on another field you could right. see a little bit of what was going on there but the field that you and I were on primarily we watched uh, we watched the Bengals offense but I did see him in that last two-minute drill where they co-mingled the guys all on one field together and he struggled but listen um, the Bengals defense, from what I was told right. from, I had an that observer been a over factor, there. Right? He, the Bengals defense really had a good day um, against that Packers offense. But listen, what a valuable time for him to get a chance to run with the twos when this is a guy who wasn't even sure he got, was going to get drafted. Right. Remember, we saw him here at that Bengals tryout day. Exactly. And, and it wasn't really a tryout, the local, the local yeah. workout day. Um, and, you know, you thought, okay, maybe the Bengals would have some interest in him as an undrafted free agent. Never got to that. Packers thought enough of him to draft him in the fifth round and plug him in as the backup. I looked at the depth chart. I'm like, I don't even know who the number three guy is. He's a kid from Ford International. <laughs> I didn't so, recognize the name Yeah, either. I had no idea. So, I mean, what an opportunity for Sean Clifford. So, Unfortunately for him, the, the period I saw wasn't the best, but you know, hopefully he had a better day otherwise than that. What you did see a lot of, and what I noticed, and you saw a lot more of the offense uh, than I did today, working the ones, which was great to see them yep. go against actual competition that wanted to deny them in the Packers. One of the things that stood out to me is, what if Joe Burrow had been making sure, that pass? No question. You know, there would have been a lot more completions. No, there, there's a running joke about Sports Illustrated just did a, a national story on where the Bengals would be the same team without Joe Burrow. Revelation. But then, you know, <laughs> it, it's funny to say that, but when you literally see it, you go, yeah, that probably was going to be a touchdown or that pass was going to be better. I mean, the, the red zone period for the two quarterbacks, the main two, and all three of the Bengals quarterbacks got reps today. Simeon and Browning split reps with the ones and the twos going back and forth. Uh, a piece by design um, just to kind of give them a fair gauge either way. Mm -hmm. um, the red zone period was not very good for either one of those guys. Um, there was a drive it down the field period where they literally start with a first down, move to a second down, move to a third down, where the first team offense did move the ball pretty well. 
But you're right. Overall, I mean, listen, there's a bunch of times you go, Joe Burrow makes that throw, or Joe Burrow does this. Joe Burrow gets it out of his hands a little bit quicker. And listen, that's why he's a starter. That's why he's a, not just a starter. You're talking a top tier, wherever right. you want to put him in your tier, two, three, whatever behind Patrick Mahomes and not very far behind Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, it's going to make a difference, right? The, the other thing I've seen is especially Jamar will say, I was open. Yes. You he didn't did, get he it did to that me. Two days ago, there was a, they were running a red zone drill. He ran an out route against DJ Ivy, and seeing it on somebody's Twitter, um, you know, after seeing it live, because he literally said that throw was late, and he wasn't wrong. And then when you see it on the tape, you're like, "Ooh, that was really late." And DJ Ivy makes a good play to come across, bat it right. away, etc. But he shouldn't have been there. Possession, well, you're right. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that's those are the little things that that, that show up. It's because it's not like Joe Burrow has this howitzer where you're like, "Man," the, but the ball it's just different. Just the ball quick, placement's right? different. The decision making is quick. You're right, indifferent. Um, and, and it's supposed to be. I mean, no offense, Trevor Simeon hasn't played many games in this league in the last few years, and Jake Browning's never taken a snap in an NFL regular season game. Um, you know, listen, if, that, if those guys were capable of doing that at this point, you know, they both would be playing a lot. It does make it cherish more, that combination no of question. Burrow and Chase. is just magic. And, and keep in mind, T. Higgins did not go today either. He, he, was, he was dressed for practice, but he did not participate in the 11-on-11s. Then it makes you wonder, was today a business decision day? And again, I don't blame the guy for that. If not, if it was just a rest day, it was just a rest day. But I didn't think it was supposed to be planned as one. But uh, he did not go because today was supposed to be the day that the starters went. And we probably won't see very many on Friday. You might see Nick Scott and Dax Hill just to get them some more reps together. And that might be it among the starters that we see on Friday. So today was supposed to be that day. So interesting situation with T. He's been so good in practice. I mean, just from a, uh, a performance standpoint, and just the fact that he shows up with the contract thing holding over his head and performs at a high level despite that, today makes you give a little pause of a huh, wonder if there's something there. God, I gotta get that guy signed because he is so impressive, yeah. even at this level of just watching the moves he makes, the catches he makes. One of the newcomers, Irv Smith, we got to see him in a higher level yeah. of competition. What was your impression? Yeah, he made a really good diving catch of a ball. I think it was a red zone period. I have to go back and look at my notes, uh, and I'll have a column on that at local12.com, kind of the observations of the day. But he did have a nice catch down in that red zone period. He repped a little bit with both the ones and the twos. They were kind of mixing and matching the tight ends. But um, if he stays healthy, he's a big plus. I mean, there's no question. He's very athletic, got great hands. Um, you know, probably stretches the field a little more than Hayden Hurst would down the seam. Although Hayden wasn't a slow guy, but Irv's probably a little more athletic. I think the big thing for him, and it's just been the knock since he's been in the league, is can he stay healthy? One of my favorite sights today is the come off. He had traded in his helmet for a birthday hat. It's his 25th birthday. It seems like he's been in the league forever. Well, he's only, five years, right? only 25. Right. Uh, another guy who we haven't seen a lot of and, and maybe wondered... Is he not making enough of an impact? Miles Murphy, what'd you think of? I know yeah. we were on the other no, field. I, but. So I was told that Miles Murphy had a great day. The defensive line old DJ Reader had a great day, which kind of led to the fights, I think, that uh, <laughs> that defensive front was, was dominating. Uh, I know DJ Turner got beat. We saw, I think it was the only play that really yeah, the offense got one. beat on, and you could see that from the other field. But apparently he had a really good day. Uh, Mike Hilton, we did see recorded an interception defensively. But what I was told from Miles Murphy, had a really, really good day today. Um, he's not with the ones, but I think he's a kid. I think we see all the rookies on, on Friday. I'm interested to see how he does on Friday when actually you can go tackle somebody as opposed to get close and not be able to tackle somebody. <laughs> That'll be another step out. Won't that be cool to see football players actually tackling one another? And we'll get a better read on some of these guys who are either trying to win a position or just make the roster. That's on Local 12, Friday at 7 against the Packers. For Gary Miller, I'm Richard Skinner. It's been the Skinny Podcast, the Bengals training camp edition, presented by Blake, the attorney, Maislin.